This episode of the Dear America podcast is brought to you by our new sponsor, Minutemen Coffee. There are a lot of coffee companies out there that want to try and act like conservatives so they can make money by selling products to conservative patriots like you and I. But here on the Dear America podcast, we only want to promote true conservative companies that are pro-America, pro-the Constitution, and are in business to make a difference. Minutemen Coffee Company started supporting us because they believe in the message of Dear America. Let me tell you a little bit about them. We did our research. They are a constitutionally based company founded by a first responder and Route 91 massacre survivor. Minuteman Coffee exists to to support our first responders, our constitutional sheriffs, and our veteran and military service men and women throughout the country, including the National Fallen Firefighters Foundation and now the Dear America Foundation. I am a proud partner with Minutemen Coffee and introduce our listeners to them with my seal of approval. Ladies and gentlemen, you need to go check these people out. They are the real deal. And most importantly, they support us to keep us bringing the truth to you. Go to MinutemenCoffee.com and use the promo code Graham at checkout for 15% off your first order. That's MinutemenCoffee.com to subscribe to Freedom Loving Coffee today. You won't be disappointed. You have my guarantee. MinutemenCoffee.com, promo code Graham at checkout. All right, what up, what up, what up? What's going on, America? We have got a big show today. So we're just going to jump right into it. Everybody's seen that video, Jake, I know you have, of the the gas station video. Mm -hmm. The the guy who, like, uh, took out the, uh, I guess, would-be robbers or whatever. And he kind of, like, John Wicks it, the gun. He misses completely, okay? I mean, this guy, from what I understand, he's a Marine. Um, so I'll be honest, he missed the gun completely. It's a miracle that he's alive, (laughs) but, but, but he did foil the attempted robbery attempt. And so, uh, the place where he lives, uh, the sheriff's office, I guess. Um, yeah. Yuma County, Yuma County Sheriff's office gives him, uh, uh, a valor award like Come a citizen's on. valor award Come on! and the best part about it is when the guy shows up to get the award uh as you can see in this photo here and if you're not on rumble.com checking it out this man has this man has a make america great again hat and a let's go brandon t-shirt on <laughs> As, dare you. as he's doing it uh, and and just the irony of this i knew he was one of us <laughs> i knew it i think they knew too there was never a question <laughs> in my mind uh that's why it probably didn't get like a whole lot of like media Coverage. attention yeah. it was basically a bunch of internet people that that pushed it right uh-huh. um anyway that just shows you that we are tougher than them that's right uh all right. Anyway, uh, I got a couple other things to bring up before we start talking about the fact of it is time to hide your kids, uh, not hide your wife, hide your dogs. Hide your dogs. Um, and that's going to be the name of this episode is hide your kids, hide your dogs, because the Dems are coming. 
Uh, <laughs> Please, no. <laughs> um, all right. This is this is titled Only in Walmart Part 1 and Part 2. Uh, so uh, this is from the New York Post. Walmart, this is random stuff, guys. I'm just warning you. These are just things I see that I find humorous. I, I don't find the, the fact that people are dead humorous. <laughs> but just that only, only, the, <laughs> only this would happen in Walmart. Walmart alerts customers of massive recall <laughs> after an air freshener kills two people. <laughs> Jeez. I'm sorry. Man. I'm sorry. Please. I mean, that just, that's the whole story right please there. Please don't be the family members <laughs> of this story. That's, it's not funny that the people die. Yeah. It's the fact that it's Walmart and air fresheners have now killed people. <laughs> that, that, is, that is the, the interesting thing. Better homes and gardens. This company is in trouble. Uh, let's see here. Uh, aromatherapy. That's what it is. It's for all them weird natural oil people. Warning. Could kill you. No, it says warning skin irritant. Uh, so they knew that there was at least some problems with it. Uh, where was this at? Uh, oh, I guess it's just Walmart across the board. Uh, it's, yeah. It's carrying this. Anyway, yeah. so uh, that's that's Walmart part one. But part two is really the interesting thing to me. Uh, Walmart part two, as seen in this next article, um, is just liberalism at its best. This is a tweet from uh, Biba Adams. Who is Biba Adams? Click on her little profile here. News writer for The Griot. Editor at large at Model D, recovering hip hop head, Cool huh. A Grandma. That's interesting. She's her mom's daughter. That's cool. My mama's daughter. My tweets are my own. Okay, let's go to her tweet. Uh, now, again, if you're not watching on Rumble, this is going to make zero sense to you, so I'll walk you through it. Uh, the tweet says, it's a picture with a tweet caption. It says, this is a toy tank. Like kids, like for kids to ride in. Who the F wants to buy kids a tank? Never mind. I know who. And yes, this is at Walmart. It is a gigantic riding toy, 24 volt. That's what I'm talking uh, about. It looks like a M1A, M2, M1 Abrams, yeah. something like that. M742, probably. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. M74298. Uh, it's called the Thunder Tank. That's right. It's Christmas time. Stocking up on the rideable collections, and coolest this is, kid in the neighborhood. This is a dude. If I saw a kid, come on, riding down the street in a motorized little kid tank, I like how there's an orange. That would cap be at the end that the would be the fun. lights and sounds rotating machine. Oh my gosh, the the the, the, the turret rotates. Come on, are you kidding me? I would immediately go out and high five this kid. He would be. Yeah. You see this little orange thing right here? Yeah. That, that's because of people like Biba Adams who see a little child and think that's a real tank. Yeah, yeah. Biba Adams would get, you know, the one gun she probably owns and take out the kid uh, because of... Uh, and I love how it's in front of the stupid, like, little red wagon pulley thing that nobody yeah. ever wants. Who buys this? Nobody anymore? ever wants that ever. And then it's right next to the princess carriage. Uh-huh. Man. And then the stupid bicycle is like right underneath all of it. Who yeah. wants a bicycle when you can have a motorized tank for yeah. your kids? Who do you think she's talking about? I know who. Oh, she's talking about us. Americans. Me, obviously. I would 
if my kids were this age, what age? Yeah, can we zoom in back on it? Probably like four or five. Yeah, I, my kids were still that age. I would totally buy it for them. And I, you know what? I'd buy three. I'd buy three and have all three of them in like a convoy <laughs> going down the road. I think it says for ages three and up down here. Man, I'm telling you, that is the <laughs> that's the coolest thing I've seen in a long time. Yeah, uh, but, you know, libs get upset about a lot of things. Okay, this next one is titled, Where is the Outrage? Uh, this next video, it's very short. Again, if you're not watching this on Rumble.com, you're missing out on a lot of things here. This is a subway interaction. Um, and in this interaction, uh, it is, I'm going to walk you through. It appears to be a black man who has a mask on. Um, it's maybe a man. And let's see, this man was already tight off life when he came in the cart telling people to get the F off him and his kids way. All she said was he needs a chill pill and then he punches her. All right. So here we go. Uh, you'll see this. Oh, Okay, so he's got a mask on, she doesn't. He's black, she's white. Play the clip. Oh He just punches her. Like wow. dead punches her right in the face. And and then these weak beta males standing next to him. That there should be immediate like look at all these weak spined people they do they she took it like a champ yeah, too but did. either way these people do nothing everybody just stands there a piece of garbage like pieces yeah like who what dude if i saw that he deserves to lose his kids over that if i saw that and go to jail obviously i truly believe that i would I have just instinctively killed him grabbed his throat you know what i mean just oh, i mean instinctively like he just he just completely like Full-blown, bald fist decked this woman straight in the face. And so, yeah. my, my That's what happens when you don't have a father. My question is this. Why do I call this Where's the Outrage? Because if the roles were reversed, and it had been that white dude standing there, and the chick had been black, and he had just, just, or just anybody. balled yeah. up fist punched some black woman in the face. Um... It That's would be insane. all over CNN and MSNBC and, you know, systemic racism rears its ugly head again uh, across the country. But the only look, man. the only place we've seen that is TikTok video. Yep. That's it. Who shared that? Can, can you go back to who it was on Twitter that I found that shared that? Uh, Art taking back. Yeah. This, yeah. Click on him. How many followers does he have? Yeah, it's a random 126,000 followers on Twitter guy that hey. found that and shared it. Support Mike Lindell. Yeah, he's one of us, obviously. But either way, the point... Because it takes somebody like us to post something The point like that. is, where is the outrage? That video, is it's there, right? Like, the world sees it, correct? Um, but nothing. Because it doesn't fit the narrative. <gasps> Where's their privilege? Black people can't be bad. Right. <laughs> it's not their fault. <laughs> Black people can't be held accountable for actions that they do against a white woman. Are you kidding? It's almost like that scene from Parks and Rec. Well, what was she wearing? Did she ask for it? <laughs> you know, like mm -hmm. this is the same. These are the same people. 
I digress. We've got a lot to talk about, um, but before we do that, we've got to get into our title sponsor. All right, guys, goodranchers.com slash Graham. We've talked about them a million times, and you need to keep supporting them. Ribeyes, fillets, steak, America, freedom, 100% in America, supporting the American rancher. Yes. 80% of the meat that you're buying in the grocery store is either China or Australia meat, and you don't want either one of them. Uh, look. I told the people at Good Ranchers, you got to up the ante. Mm -hmm. I really did. Because we were sending so many people their way that you literally broke their systems. It's true. No, I'm serious. No. And, and so last week, Good Ranchers updated their website to handle the traffic that came from the listeners of this show. I'm not making that up. I am literally reading that verbatim uh, of what they told me to read to you guys. Thank you for that support. Thank you for supporting Good Ranchers. This is from them. They support us. If you had trouble ordering last week, it's because they were upgrading their system. So now you need to go to GoodRanchers.com slash Graham because it's back and better than ever. I told them that, that we needed to do a better offer. We needed to do a better offer offer so you need to go right now because this is what i was able to get for you if you go to goodrangers.com slash graham right now you get 10 free bistro fillets and even better subscribe and you save 25 dollars on each box of mouth-watering american meats for life that's right you get 10 free bistros that's a $100 value, by the way, mm -hmm. and free express shipping. If you go to GoodRanchers.com slash Graham or you use the code Graham at checkout, that's 10 free Bistro Filets, free express shipping, and $25 off your subscription for life. I can't do much better than that for you guys. Uh, go to GoodRanchers.com slash Graham. Support the companies that support us. Go to GoodRanchers.com slash Graham right now okay all right let's talk about COVID-19 psychos this is a again non-rumble watchers you are really missing out on some of the initial things today uh this is a uh, a letter in an elevator let's zoom in on this as much as we can because I want to be able to read as much of it as I can okay this is inside of an elevator I don't know what city, what state this is in, but this is a real sign in a real elevator. It says, for the, uh, for the 30 seconds, you are a passenger in this elevator. Please do not speak unless it is absolutely necessary. Uh, go down. Let me, I want to see what this last part says. During human... What is that? Uh, during human... Ex Expiratory? Expiratory activities such as talking, laughing, coughing, and sneezing. Many droplets of saliva and other secretions are expelled from the respiratory tract, the mouth and nose. It is now known that respiratory infections can spread by these droplets and their residues after evaporation. Good Lord. <laughs> these are, these are, this is a cult, man. Yes, it these is. COVID people, it's like a cult. You're going to get like a brand one day and they're going to figure out how to make like a, like it look like one thing. And it's just going to be like this brand and it says COVID on it. Uh, crazy people. All right, let's talk about, uh, Joe Biden. We got a lot of Joe Biden stuff Who? to talk about. First of all, nothing quite says being thankful at Thanksgiving, 
like going into debt by having to buy Thanksgiving food. Uh, a lot of things are, no, you're, you're there. That's the right one. Yeah, here it is. Thanksgiving is now less than a month away. Uh, and um, it's expensive this year, guys. Listen to this. This is MSNBC. This and also Thanksgiving is now less than a month away. <laughs> are you ready? And it's shaping up uh, to be the most expensive meal in the history of the holiday. What? Consumer group. No, you wouldn't believe it. Consumer groups say almost every ingredient mm. in a traditional American Thanksgiving from the disposable aluminum roasting pan to the pumpkin pie will cost more. The supply chain crisis, trade policies, labor shortages, weather and inflation are all contributing to higher prices. Experts warn that the biggest expense this year will be the turkey. The price per pound is expected to rise above $1.36, surpassing the uh, record benchmark price set back in 2015. You know, the grocery store right now, I mean, everything is up. It is, hmm. it, I was going shopping uh, for my daughter and I'm like, okay, this is, this is different than even a few months ago. They get, it, going, the price yeah, is it's, everything. it's so funny watching them get stalled uh -huh. when they realize, oh crap, we can't even like turn this. We went from back in July 4th, them saying, the average cost of the July 4th celebration dropped 16 cents mm -hmm. to now the most expensive Thanksgiving in history. Uh, thank you, Joe Biden. I read um, that. Uh, oh, here. Hold on. I think I can find it. it it's not it's not in the list. You know, what's awesome for us is that we eat gumbo for uh, Thanksgiving. So. I, and and I disagree with that completely. I think that that is a crime against humanity. Well, that's how they do it in Louisiana. And I think that that, that is not gumbo? even... It's not of, of course, I've had it... Louisiana gumbo? I've had it a lot. What I'm saying is I think that that, that, that is not the way that America was founded on. <laughs> and that's not the principles of which we should be eating on Thanksgiving. It's like people who go to Hawaii and stuff for Christmas... And you're in, you know, flower shirts and shorts and flip-flops. No. I do that once or twice. It's Christmas, man. It's supposed <laughs> to be snow on the ground. Right. Frying a turkey, freezing your butt off, drinking a Coors Light with your family. Like, that I is how it. the good Lord intended it to be. Anyway, Thanksgiving, this is some of Joe Biden's stuff, all right? Uh, poultry, like they said, it's up 33%. Uh, sugar's up 34%. Coffee, Believe it or not, it's up a hundred percent. My gosh! Uh, natural ga natural gas is up seventy nine percent. And check this out: propane for all you turkey fryers out propane. there. Propane is up a hundred and sixty two percent. Good day for Hank Hill. It's crazy, man. Yeah, Hank Hill's having a heyday. Well, no, he's not. <laughs> I bet you ain't selling no propane. <laughs> well, that's true. Uh, Damn it, Bobby. People are like, don't eat for three days. <laughs> um, anyway, okay, so thank you, Joe Biden, for yeah, that. You rock. All right, this next thing, again, I'm sorry, the next clip for all you non-video watchers, uh, you'll really enjoy, but you can hear the music. Uh, last night, Joe Biden went out and he went for ter Terry McAuffley? McAuffle? McAuffle. The guy running against Yunkin in Virginia governor race. Um, he's now had Obama. He's had Dave Matthews play for him. Uh, and now President uh, Biden is there. Now, this first clip is at the end and it's them dancing. Now, one. McAuffle 
<laughs> or whatever his name is. I'm going to call him McAwful. He's in the gray suit. Watch his horrible dance thing. But then, more importantly, and this is why you guys need to go to Rumble.com right now and see this. Look at Joe Biden in complete and utter confusion, having no idea what's going on. He starts off clapping, and then you can tell he, like, loses where he is. Yeah. Mid-thing. All right, play it. Ooh. But he points. He points. Wait for it. And now he's looking around. Okay. Uh, where am I? <laughs> Did you see that? Did you see the change? Look. Point. Oh, no. I don't want to look at his car. But look at Joe Biden. Zoom in on his face. All right. What am I doing here? Look. Look at his face. He's lost immediately. Okay. Look. Look. He's happy. He's clapping. He points. Wait for it. He's going to turn right now and loses it immediately. Where am I? <laughs> like, immediately it's gone. You can see it in his face, man. Like, he has those knees. He, leg <laughs> he legitimately is gone. All right, yes. Uh, by by that video alone, this man should not be elected uh, into governance of anything. Um, okay, but the next clip is actually a part of Joe Biden's speech in support of this man. Now, again, I've talked about the literal poet that Joe Biden is. It is true. He will go down in history as probably, probably one of the most articulated presidents in history. Okay. But this is yet again another A plus, potentially an A plus plus of Biden being Biden. Now, once you hear it, I also want us to take a look at Terry's stupid face in the background when he realizes Please don't maybe I shouldn't have had Joe Biden <laughs> speaking unscripted at this thing. Uh, play it. We're taking a page from Terry's book when he was governor and when he'd be governor next time. <laughs> We're emerging from this pandemic. We want Look to pre-K for three and four-year-olds. Millions of pre-care. Pre-care. No, the, okay, all right, let's not talk. Let's not talk. For the people that are just listening, let's just let them hear him really quick, and then we'll go back to make fun of Terry's stupid face. Terry's book when he was governor, and when he'd be governor next time. We're emerging from this pandemic. We want to expand pre-K for three- and four-year-olds, millions of pre-care <laughs> what was that? What was that at the end? All right, now, 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 go to the part where where Terry immediately gets concerned. Yeah. All right, and then we didn't stop it on his Taking stupid face. Terry's book when he was governor, and when he'd be governor next. Right there. <laughs> what? What are you talking about? He's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm hey, mad. look at Biden's face. I'm mad about something. Oh my something. gosh! Zoom out. Zoom out. The the contrast of the facial expressions right here is the funniest thing I've ever seen. Biden looks like an old man that his jello is gone, mm -hmm. and and Terry looks like the adult son that doesn't know what his father's talking about anymore. Yeah. That's it. It's so it's so bad. I I, uh, I don't even know. I don't. Well, luckily, all the people listening are, are brain dead or brainwashed. Oh, my so. gosh. Help me. Help me, Lord. Okay. All right. So um, I'm not a baseball, you know. Well, no, I take it back. I am. A, I, I like baseball. I've boycotted uh, the MLB this year because of them being woke. And, and we talked about the irony that the fact that the Braves and the Astros are in the thing. But on game one, 
rest assured, some woke Houston Astros fan, because that figures, uh, holds up a sign that says, the chop is racist. Hmm. So there it is for all of you. He's in orange. He's an Astros fan, and he's got a very well-made sign, actually. Like, he had that made somewhere. Yeah. Um, that was not drawn. That That is actually from a print shop of some sort. Um, and it says, the chop is racist. So uh, for those of you who don't know, the Atlanta Braves do the, oh, they do that thing, mm -hmm. right? Okay, it's called the chop. And uh, apparently this man has a problem with it. Well, the Atlanta Braves, you know, have a response uh, and it's pretty epic. In the, uh, in the next thing, you'll hear it here. Just listen to the magnitude. Those of you watching, you're welcome. Watch this. This is pretty cool. <laughs> Screw your racism. <laughs> it's a look at that, man. It's crazy, right? Crazy. The chop is racist. Shut up. I mean, it's a Native American like stupid to be people. Like a war song. Right? Yeah, if any, if the Braves win, it you know, I mean, they're paying you know homage to you know the Braves. Yeah. And they just won the World Series. No, they didn't just win. They did win game one of yeah. the World Series. Um, so we shall see. Mm. I think that it would be the most ironic thing ever. I actually want the Braves to win for the purpose of the fact that I feel like it would bring a lot of revenue back to the people that were robbed over the MLB right. All-Star game. Yeah. Uh, because game three, four, and five are in Atlanta. Yeah. And so, technically, the Braves have already won game one here. Even if they lose game two, they got a chance to close out the World Series in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, and so I just think that it's awesome that, you know, the, uh, so many people lost so much money with the MLB All-Star game getting taken out of Atlanta. And now, here they go. Instead of uh, the All-Star game, now they've literally got three straight back-to-back-to-back -back -back World Series games. Uh, which is pretty ironic and, you know, cool. I still think the MLB is stupid for being woke, but as far as the everyday Americans that suffered because of it, I yeah. think it's a pretty full circle thing that and has come around. They seem to be less woke than NFL and NBA. Oh, without a doubt. Oh, man. What's the dude's name that is that is finally speaking out on China? Uh, Air, I don't know his name. It's like Eris or something. Dude, or yeah. Aaron. He's like challenging Nike and LeBron James and everybody. To, what is going on in the NBA, man? China. The NBA. Well, I say the NBA. The players in the NBA are, I don't know, man, fighting back for some, like, like yeah. I don't know what's going on, but I like it. Well, it takes, it's like, Dancing at a club. It takes one person and then everybody goes to dance. See, sometimes, it's man, sometimes it's a spark, dude. It's yep. a spark in a hayfield that lights a whole, you know, blaze or and whatever. You, you get jealous. It's like, well, Kyrie Irving's being himself and standing up for himself. So maybe I should, you know, wake up and be yeah. a man. And, and, and you know, I, I did see, I think I saw a post from Dan Bongino that his, that he's officially off the radio air. They did kick him off. Well, I Google it. Dan Bongino radio show. Uh, I thought I saw a post from him saying the radio show is off the air. Uh, 
Uh, conservative pundit Democrat threatens to quit uh, two days ago, threatens to quit 11 hours. Bongino off the air this week. Several affiliates have told Radio Inc. that Westwood One has put the Dan Bongino show into best of mode for the remainder of the week. His program was not on the radio yesterday. Bongino has been ranting on his show about Cumulus vaccine mandate. He's syndicated by Cumulus Westwood One. Bongino said he received an email from a former Cumulus employee who was let go because of the company. Okay, yeah, that's what sparked it. Uh, okay, so I guess they haven't officially let him off, but his show is in best of mode on the radio, which means he is not actively doing the radio show. Bravo, Dan. Hey, man, yeah. look. It, it it takes people, man. It takes people willing to lose money. It really does. It really, really, really does. Um, okay, we got a lot of things to talk about here at the end. Uh, they're coming after your kids. Uh, they're coming after your dogs. Uh, Charlie Kirk. I got to talk about something that happened at Charlie Kirk's event last night. Um, and I thought he handled it very well. And, you know, everybody's like, oh, Charlie Kirk, you know, blah, 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 blah. Um, but anyway, but before we do that, we got to get into our next sponsor. All right. So Birch Gold, ladies and gentlemen, we are in a volatile time in our country, period. The end. Okay. Listen to me. It is as simple as this. If you just have a savings account or you just have a 401k or an IRA, you are not doing what you need to do to make sure that you and your family are protected in the economy of which we find ourselves. It's as simple as that. If you've saved up some money, you've worked hard, okay? You've worked hard for that. Even if it's just, I don't know, 10,000 bucks. Maybe you've got 10 grand in the savings account over the past several years and you've worked to get to that. If the economy tanks, what happens to that? What happens? Precious metals is a proven resource to protect what you have already saved, okay? This is not a money-making scheme, guys, all right? This is not me telling you, oh, gold is going to skyrocket over here. No, what I'm telling you is gold, silver, and precious metals is one of the most stable. There is no always stable anything in the economy, but gold, silver, and precious metals has always proven to be so. So here's, here's how it goes. Birch Gold is who I trust. The end. It's who I trust. And you need to diversify and protect your savings by going into gold, silver, and precious metals. It's super easy. It's super free. All they want and all they're asking you to do is simply text the word G-R-A-H-A-M. That's Graham to 989898. All they're going to do is get you a comprehensive 20-page kit absolutely for free, revealing how gold and silver can protect your savings. Like I said, this is about protecting what is yours. There is zero cost and zero obligation to request this info. So why wait? The answer is if you care about your family's future, if you care about the money that you've worked so hard to save, then there is no excuse. Text it. Graham to the number 989898. Again, request this free info kit on gold now by texting G-R-A-H-A-M to 989898. Okay, all right. Uh, let's go to Charlie Kirk. So Charlie Kirk is doing his uh, college campus tours. 
Um, and he always has some things happen. So um, pause it and get it ready and queued up before, before we go. I want to lead this in just a little bit here. Um, all right. So go back. Let me read this person's comment. So this person tweeted this. Jason Campbell. Who is Jason Campbell? Let's see who this guy is. Uh, senior researcher for the MMFA. Okay. Recovering philosopher and an evil piece of garbage by, <laughs> from Ben Shapiro. Oh, Media Matters. Oh, you piece of human there garbage. Media Matters is the lowest of the low. Yeah. These people are urchins that lie deep, deep down in the sewer where all of your poop goes. That's Media Matters. Yep. Okay. CNN is a godsend compared to Media Matters, all right? That's how much they suck, okay? They clip my stuff all the time. So this dude said in his tweet at a TPUSA event, an audience member asked Charlie Kirk this question, and I'm going to let you listen to the entire thing. It's two minutes and 11 seconds long, but you need to listen to it. What I love is in the comments of this, can you see comments? Uh, people will say, uh, even though Charlie Kirk, you can't see all of them on yours. It'll be like, even though Charlie Kirk denounced this question, it's still his fault. <laughs> all right. So listen to the question and then let's talk about it. Here we go. Ready? You're brave. You're brave for what you say and the fact that you stand up there and say it. And I appreciate it. I think we all appreciate it actually, because there's not a lot of people that have the balls to do it. But I want to ask you something a little bit out of the ordinary. So, prepare yourself. <laughs> At this point, we're living under a corporate and medical fascism. This is tyranny. When do we get to use the guns? No, and I'm, and, I, and I'm not, that's not a joke. I'm not saying it like that. I mean, literally, where's the line? How many elections are they going to steal before we kill these people? So, no, I, 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 no, hold on. I, I'm... No, stop. Hold on. Now I'm going to denounce that. Pause it real quick. Okay, so he just denounced that last part, that last saying. How long until we kill these people? All right, which, you know, before we play the rest of this, whether you agree with what he said or not, Charlie, like, you have to do that because, unfortunately, you have to denounce it because the way the media works is even though Charlie did not say that, if Charlie doesn't denounce it, right. like Charlie Kirk says, we need to kill everybody. Yeah, Jason Campbell swooping in. Exactly. And so Charlie just denounced it. All right. But listen to what Charlie says to this guy. And if you listen closely, I think you'll hear a lot of resemblance to what I have said over the years of this stuff. All right. Play the rest of it. No, stop. Hold on. Now I'm going to denounce that and tell you why. Because you're playing into all their plans and they're trying to make you do this. That's okay. Just hear me out. You started with a compliment, so at least give me a little bit. <laughs> they are trying to provoke you and everyone here. They are trying to make you do something that will be violent, that will justify a takeover of your freedoms and liberties, the likes of which we have never seen. We are close to have, hold on, we are close to have momentum to be able to get this country back on a trajectory using the peaceful means that we have at us. So to answer your question, and I just think it's, you know, overly blunt, we have to be the ones that do not play into the violent aims and ambitions of the other side. They fear, let me say this very clearly, they fear us holding the line with self-control and discipline, taking over school board meetings. They're the ones that are willing to use federal force against us. And I know that people get fired up. 
We are living under fascism. We are living under this tyranny. But if you think for a second that they're not wanting you to all of a sudden get that next level where they're going to say, okay, we need Patriot Act 2.0. If you think that, you know, Waco is bad, wait till you see what they want to do next. What I'm saying is that we have a very fragile balance right now at our current time where we must exhaust every single peaceful mean possible. Thoughts, Jake? I'll let you go first. <laughs> um, I mean, I totally understand the dude's question or his concern. Um, and, and that's what the January 6th people uh, were feeling at the time, you know, that they did, uh, that they had the protest. So, I mean, I understand the frustration, um, but, you know, Charlie's response, you know, do it peacefully and do it, you know, the right way. It goes back to the guy's question. When, where is the line? I think it's less about doing it peacefully and doing it the right way and don't fall into what they want. Look, I've right. said this from day one. January 6th was a setup against conservatives and Republicans, and we walked right into it. I've said that from day one. Mm -hmm. Day one. January 6th was not an insurrection. Uh, the election was stolen. However, we, they control the media. We walked right into, mm -hmm. we've all seen the videos. We've all seen the videos of them just walking peacefully and the police letting them in. And now we've got videos of what people believe to be federal agents, like antagonizing people to like break the barricades and stuff. We know it was a setup. We know that it wasn't an insurrection. But we still allowed them to hook, line, and sinker us to walk right into the trap. Right. Well, I asked my friend the other day, I was like, what if it does come out? What if somehow the audits come back and it's proven that they did steal the election? Now, are they justified? You know, like for the January 6th, because if they did steal an election, there's very few things that, that deserve that kind of Well, the Constitution, protest. the Constitution also, the, there's no layout in the Constitution for that kind of thing either. Yeah, they didn't have the technology. Well, but then. but but what I'm saying is like like so, you know, here's here is the truth. The way the constitution is laid out that if true corruption and whatnot uh is proven to be in place, mm -hmm. there is no, you know, as as every research I've done and every expert I've listened to, it would not go the way that people want it to go. Trump would not be reinstated into the White House uh, and all this stuff. It, it wouldn't be. Uh, it would fall into the sense of, you know, most people believe it would go to Nancy Pelosi mm -hmm. at that point. Right. Um, unless then they could prove that she was a part of it. But then the House would have to, like, expel her. You know what I'm saying? And then it would go to the next in line. You know, right. the Constitution doesn't have a what if the election was stolen clause. Uh, and, and so, you know, my biggest thing is this. We have to always ask ourselves, and this is what I think Charlie was saying there, all right? We always have to ask ourselves, are we constitutionally based or are we emotionally based? Mm -hmm. Have we exhausted every last constitutionally proven, authoritative, systematic effort? Yeah. To take this country back? The answer is no, we have not. That's the truth. That's the truth. A lot of people get upset, but that is the true answer. Okay? It is the true answer. We don't even know what would have happened 
because you had Madison Cawthorn, you had Lauren Boebert, Marjorie Taylor Greene, you had Senator Ted Cruz, you had Jim Jordan, you had Rand Paul, you had, uh, at the time, Lindsey Graham, all these people that were ready to challenge the election and go and defend it in the chambers Mm -hmm. that never even got a chance to. Right. We don't know. I mean, we just don't. We, We don't. No, and also, I've said it best, too. People are like, oh, January 6th was our chance. How? You didn't have any guns. You told them exactly where you were going to be. That, that wasn't it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if, if we legit get to the point where it's time mm-hmm. to take up arms against the government, again, let me say that again. If we get to the point where it's time to take up arms to get to the government— you're really going to broadcast where you're at, where you're going to be, when you're going to do it, all this other right. stuff? No. Well, it's also like with Australia when there's videos of people coming and getting people's children. And look out at the stark house. differences there, okay? So Australia would be a situation where, okay, it's time to get the guns out. Yeah. Uh, where are they? Yeah, you're coming to, our, to, to my door telling me I got to go to a quarantine camp. Oh, no. You're taking my kid? Yeah, yeah. You're going to take my child away from me? Because, what, exactly. Like, and and look, I know that it's bad. I know that it's bad. But just like Charlie said, I do believe that it's 2022 or bust. I've said this from the very beginning. That is why it's so important about 2022. That's why I got so mad the other day when people were like, if it's rigged, what does it matter? Mm -hmm. 2022 is what determines... Everybody thinks they want a civil war. Let me tell you something. No, you don't. It's, this isn't a movie. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like this isn't a movie. Like, you don't get to declare civil war for the country. And, and, and I'm not saying that it won't get to that point. If they steal the elections in 2022, yes, you're right. We're in some serious trouble. And it's time to really, really start evaluating some things. To prepare because, yeah, it, anyway, the point is, mm-hmm. you think you want it. Right. But but this isn't the movies. You don't get to, like, go and, like, be cool and trend on Twitter and all this other kind of stuff. And, then go, and then go home and watch Netflix at the end of the night. Right. If that happens. And so I liked Charlie's response because I 85% agree with the response. I don't think we are there yet. I just don't. Are we getting dangerously close? Did they steal the election? Yes, they did. Is them stealing the election cause for us to start a civil war when we have an opportunity to take back the House majority in the in the uh, take back the majority in the House and the Senate and impeach Biden, get rid of all of them, prove then? Because even if we prove the election was fraud right now, it has to go through Congress. I'm pretty sure. The Congress is Democrat-controlled. What are they going to do? I don't think we're there yet. I mean, mean, truly. Like, there has been no declaration of war. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and and people forget about that. The declaration of independence was a declaration of war. And they were considered traitors. Yes. To the crown. And they were considered traitors to the crown. And so all I'm trying to say is the same thing that Charlie is. Have we exhausted every means necessary? The answer is no. And if, if, if we're not organized and there's just a bunch of people that decide to do it, and then the Democrat-controlled government then invokes Patriot Act 2.0 on us, mm-hmm. 
that's what they want us to do. Just like January 6th, they wanted us to walk there. That's what they wanted. They let us in because that's what they wanted. That's what they needed. They needed for us to do something like that, even though we didn't do anything. There's people just walking around taking pictures. Right. But it doesn't matter. Yeah. We walked right into exactly what they needed to vilify us. Because you got to think about the people, if, you know, even if it's true that a lot of people believe 100 million people voted for Donald Trump, there's still 260 million people left in the country. Think about all the people that are on the fence, people. Yeah. You know, they're just on the fence. Eh, right or left, you know, like, you know, they're, they're on the fence, people. The Democrats know that. Mm-hmm. Democrats know that the, a large majority of the country, if not legitimately a third, let's say a third of the country is right, red, red, red. Another third of the country is blue, blue, blue. Then another third of it is purple. Depending on what's going on, depends on what way they go. The Democrats understand that. Right, that's who you go after. That's who you go after. Because the people that are going to vote blue are always going to vote blue. The people who are always going to vote red are always going to vote red. You go after the purple, the purple ones. Mm-hmm. What better way to shift them over to the blue side than to make all the red people look evil, mm-hmm. unhinged, tyrannical, violent. violent? That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Is I do agree with Charlie Kirk there. Is, you know. Uh, you don't win wars through brute strength. You win wars through strength and tactical advantage of how you play the systems. It's a touchy subject, man. People get really pissed. People get out of control. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, for people who say January 6th was our moment, you're idiots. No, it wasn't. Okay, was January 6th an insurrection? Absolutely not. It's a it's a it's a fake media induced thing. Set up. The setup. It's what it was. I said it from the beginning. The setup. We walked hook, line, and sinker. If it was an attempt to take the government back, it was the wor- yeah. it was worse than Afghanistan <laughs> in planning. You know what I'm saying? It's it's just no, I take that back. No, it wasn't. Afghanistan, we lost, you know, American lives, uh, 13 American lives. We lost Ashley Babbitt um, in uh, January 6th. So it yeah. wasn't worse, but it, it was just as bad of a tactical planning area. Anyway, the point of the matter is, I know a lot of people get emotional about this thing. Was January 6th an insurrection? No. Let me be very clear on my stance. No, it wasn't. Did we walk hook, line, and sinker into the trap? That the Democrats wanted us to? Yep, we sure did. Was January 6th our moment to take the government back? No, you're idiots. Sorry. That's that it's the most illogical thing I've ever heard. You're gonna take the government back with signs and cameras walking into the Capitol building? Yeah. What are we what are we actually talking about? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like what what are we actually talking about? We gave them exactly what they want. And I agree with Charlie's last statement. They want the right right now to pull out our guns. That's what they want. Right. They want us to pull them out. And that is where you have to realize that it's not the right move. If the enemy is wanting you to do something, if you do it, you go right into the enemy's plan and you lose. What they're most afraid of right now 
is that we hold back. We hold restraint and we go through the systems one more time. We're going to give you one. We're going to do it one more time. And we are going to give this thing everything we got. And if you rig this one, I mean, Marjorie Taylor Greene talks about it all the time, a national divorce. That's another thing. Yeah. And, and so let's be clear about another thing here. <clears throat> Do I personally, Graham Allen, think that a civil war will happen and one group will win and America will adopt what that group thinks again? No, I don't. I don't think that will ever happen with technology and everything it's the way it too is. Diverse it's too, too diverse of a country. The world is too small. Do I think that a national divorce one day might be real? I think that's more your more likelihood of a scenario mm -hmm. there. Okay. And yeah. so, so, so all of you civil war people just calm down. Okay. <laughs> and also you got to think about global implications. See what I mean? How it takes more thought than just, oh, we're going to do this. If we legitimately got into a civil war, China would drop a nuke on us within six hours of declaring a civil war with each other. China will know about it on Twitter and they'll go, Oh, the Americans are in a civil war. Go drop the nukes. Yeah. Just like that. So again, the house divided. It is not as simple as that. And so I do got to give Charlie a lot of credit in his answer there. Yeah. Cause I understand the emotion and the anger. I feel it too. I think we'll know when that time comes. We will, we will know because it will have gotten so bad that national divorce and the repercussion of national divorce and people having no internet and no power and having to build their own, you know, systems and all that stuff will be worth it over the current situations. I mean, it's yeah. just not as simple as that guys. It's just not. And then in a national divorce, you're still going to have to come up with some kind of a, we agree to fight with each other. If somebody attacks the other one, da, 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 da. Cause then you got China to worry about. All I'm, all I'm saying is this ain't the civil war times and it's not as simple as that. That's all I'm saying. Yep. And so, you know, uh, I think, I think that's the biggest thing that people don't think about is this isn't 1776. And, you know, I mean, it took three months for France to even just get to the coastline once they left. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I yeah. mean, you know what I mean? Like, like people just don't even realize that stuff anymore. They watch too many movies. Okay. All right. Moving on. I mean, do you disagree no, with that? No, I, I agree. I, I, I think we'll know, like I said, when that time comes. Uh, and the left is also afraid that we'll do that. You know, they, they want us to do it, but they're also terrified of how many guns we have. We're hunters. We're whatever. Uh, yeah. So... I don't know. I understand the guy's question, but you're right. I, I, I completely understand his question. What, when is the time to pull out the guns? It's a very, it's a very rational question. The left will have you believe that it's an unhinged question. That's right. not, it's not true. It's a very rational question. Just asking the question is an act of terrorism. You know, if somebody, okay, look at it like this. I'm oversimplifying this and then we got to move on. Okay. Somebody pulls up to your road in your, not in your driveway, but the road directly on your driveway. Can you shoot that person? No. No, you can't. But if they come onto your property and try to get into your house, that's a completely different story. So you just have to, you have to ask yourself, where are we really at? R right now, 
Now, we're headed down a very dangerous trajectory, but we are not Australia. They're not literally ripping people out of their homes, throwing them into quarantine camps and things like that yeah. here yet. Uh, and we have an opportunity in the midterms to right this ship, man. We really do. Maybe we, maybe we succeed. Maybe we fail. We'll see. Um, okay. All right. Moving on. Uh, the FDA panel has voted 17 to nothing for your children to be vaccinated. Uh, I don't know how far the FDA panel voting to approve vaccines from ages 5 to 11 to it actually being so. I don't know what the time is between that, but the FDA panel has voted 17 to 0 to approve vaccines for children ages 5 to 11. Now, this clip is super short. It's seven seconds. You got to listen. This is a web thing that the FDA was doing. Dr. Rubin, who is on the FDA panel, says, we're never going to learn about how safe the vaccine is until we start giving it. That's the way it goes. Listen to this. But we're never going to learn about how safe the vaccine is unless we start giving it. Um, that's just the way it goes. But we're never going to learn about how safe the vaccine is unless we start giving it. And that's not a clip thing. It literally says in like the little bullet point while he's talking, um, it says, uh, based on the totality of scientific evidence available, do the benefits of the Pfizer BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine when administered as a two dose series, uh, outweigh its risk for use in children five to 11. Oh, that's the voting question. Oh, that's a legitimate question that they asked before they voted. And his answer was, we're not going to know how safe it is till we start jabbing people with it. That's let's, like, how, let's approve this mofo. How deadly is this pistol? I don't know. We're going to have to start shooting people. How deadly is a headshot from a pistol? We won't know till somebody shoots themselves. <laughs> let's find out. Just, <clears throat> this is. Um, I mean, who, who can hear that and logically think like, well, he's right. <clears throat> I was reading a USA Today article before we did this, and it was talking about. Uh, since the pandemic started, mm -hmm. there's been an estimated 75 million children that have tested positive for the coronavirus. 730 have died. Don't know if they have any comorbidities or anything like that, but 75 million, 735 have died. Horrible, 735. In contrast, of all other causes of death of children, in the same time period, there's been 50,000 deaths. There's like a zero point. They said it's a one. They said, imagine it like a football stadium. Okay. One in 100,000 children die from COVID. One in 100,000. The, the University of Alabama holds 102,000. Think about a packed football stadium and think <clears throat> one person in there could die from COVID. So let's jab everybody. <clears throat> so let's jab all of them and make it where they can't go to school. They can't do anything unless they get the vaccine. Insanity. Yeah. Absolute insanity. Okay. <clears throat> let's talk about the thing that everybody is up in arms about with Dr. Fauci. <clears throat> Sorry, I got something stuck in my throat. 
<clears throat> okay, Indeed. I got it. I got it. There it went. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, all right, here we go. So this is from Rand Paul. Dr. Fauci's division at the National Institute of Health. That's the NIH everybody always talks about. Wasted over $424,000 on deadly and unnecessary experiments on bangles. Uh, basically, Be- beagles. Be- beagles. <laughs> Bangle tigers. Bangle tigers. <laughs> beagles, sorry. Um, I can't read, guys. All right. Anyway, uh, everybody's seen the gruesome, horrible photos now. Basically, they um, made these beagles immobile, mm-hmm. and they put their heads in these nets. <clears throat> and then it was sand fleas, I believe. Uh, yes. They were seeing how long it took for sand fleas to eat their faces. Yes. <laughs> and it was something about them barking, like learn more about their barking. Sand flies, I think. Who comes up with these experiments? That's my first question. Right. You know what I think a good experiment would be? Let's see how long it takes an immobilized beagle's face to be eaten by sand fleas, and you can even see in their ear right here that they have like a number. L91. And the, or L912. Yeah. Wow. 912. <clears throat> in their ears, like marking them as like test subjects and stuff. Uh, Fauci is funny. We exposed you know, them to uh, tax dollars, uh, beagle puppies, and oh, strapping wow. capsules. Yeah, so it's not even putting their heads in it. Sometimes they just put little capsules on certain parts of their skin, put the flies in it. It's crazy. All right. Completely inhumane. Horrific. Horrific. But rest assured, um, TMZ is coming to the rescue to try to spin this, okay? The world is up in arms about this. However, I would be remiss not to point out the fact um. Well, I'll tell you in a minute. All right. TMZ spin on it. Click on the article. All right. Listen to TMZ. Dr. Fauci, Beagle Org demands stop funding animal testing. Scroll down. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, here it is. Dr. Fauci and the NIH are getting a clear message. I know what you're thinking. That clear message is he should resign and be put in jail for everything he's done to the American people. Right. Um, for being wrong on everything, and now we've got this beagle thing. Here's what TMZ says. Dr. Fauci and the NIH are getting a clear message. Stop supporting animal testing in the wake of allegations his agency used taxpayer money to bankroll torturous dog research. So these people are trying to spin it like the only thing Americans are upset about is the dogs. Yeah. Yes, Americans are upset about the dogs, but that's not it. <laughs> we also have you lying under oath in Congress and before the Senate probably 37 times at this point. You have been wrong on every aspect of everything in regards to COVID-19. You have shut down thousands of small businesses. You have cost Americans millions, possibly even billions of dollars in revenue. Uh, People have lost jobs. Families have lost their livelihoods. Uh, Children have been literally abused from mass mandates and lack of teaching in school. But it's the dogs that might do him in. Uh, And then this person... uh, said it best right here you know everybody's talking about well what should happen to dr fauci should dr dr fauci really be fired over this dog stuff and this guy named nick adams said it best i thought that this was so profound 
Michael Vick, some of you who don't know who Michael Vick was, he played with the Atlanta Falcons, and then he got into, like, dogfighting mm-hmm. games. Classy. Classy guy. All right. He went to prison for 21 months for simply having dog, not simply, but having dogs dogfight. Right. Okay? A dogfighting ring. What Fauci has done is immobilized dogs, funded the research to do it, and put their head in nets while sand fleas ate their face off. Alive, yeah. Alive. I don't know. You tell me what you think should happen to Dr. Fauci. And then the irony of it all, that we live in a society to where everything I just listed that Fauci has done to Americans, eh. (laughs) they're like, whatever. But it's the dog thing that might actually take him down. Cuomo murdered how many elderly people? Thousands. Thousands. That didn't take him out. He groped a couple people. That's what did him in. Which I still think was intentional. They, they set that up so he could have an easy out with that. Maybe so. The deaths of thousands. But of my people. point is, look at where we are as a society. Yeah. I didn't even... I didn't even play you this 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 horrific TikTok. It's too horrific to even play for you, but it's this viral TikTok, millions of views, and it's this woman who's making the case that you should have sex on the first date. Viral TikTok video. Hmm. Um, and she basically says that she was dating this guy, and they went on 10 to 15 dates. They were taking it slow. You know, blah, 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 blah. Name. You know, and she even says in there, you know, they discussed sex. You know, well, what do you like? What do you don't like? Da, 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 da. And then um, she said uh, she said that they eventually do. Oh, by the way, sorry if your kids are listening. It's probably not the right, probably not the right part. I don't think kids listen to this at this point. Uh, <laughs> you'd be surprised, man. People ride in the car with their kids listening to us. Earmuffs. Anyway, um, you know what? Google it. <laughs> Earmuffs for your kids. Uh, go TikTok sex on first date video and see if it, see if you can find it here. Uh, yep. Yep. There it is right there. Buzzfeed. All right. We're just going to play it. And I, I apologize for the degradation of society. That is this video again, <laughs> earmuffs, earmuffs, earmuffs. If your kids are listening, stop it right now. Or get them out of the car. Listen to what this intelligent woman has to say. This has 3.9 okay, million likes, by the way. It is crucial, important to have sex on the first date. Hear me out. So I recently was seeing this guy. We were taking things slow. We probably had like 10 to 15 dates before actually having sex, okay? Before we had sex, I asked him, I was like, hey, so what do you like during sex? Do you have any like kinks, you know? Trying to, you know? He was like, no, I don't really have any kinks, nothing crazy, you know? Okay, cool. So we go to have sex. At first it was fine, okay? His was fine. He was fine. And then he starts to dirty talk. Now I know what you're thinking. Dirty talk is sexy. Dirty talk is hot. I agree completely. Um, But this man did not do your typical. I mean, he could have said he could have said anything other than what he said, because, okay, let me just reenact this for you. Okay, I'm him. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah? You want me to get you pregnant? Yeah? You want me to put a baby in you so everyone knows you're mine? Yeah? You want me to get you pregnant? <laughs> now, I don't keep shame, but what the fuck? Oh, what the fuck? First time having sex, I asked you about your kinks. You didn't think that would, like, you didn't think you could, like, you know, you should tell me that? You don't just spring that on somebody. That is, that is the least sexy thing you could possibly say. Also, then he was like, talk back, talk back, say something. What the f do you want me to say? Yeah, you want to pay for my abortion? You want to be a single dad? Yeah? What the f Months of getting to know this guy, getting deep with him, getting personal with him, out the door. Have sex on the first date. You heard it here first. Don't say I didn't warn you. You're welcome. <laughs> these are the people. The the these are the you ask Graham, why are we in the situation we're in? Yeah. I mean, that it sounds like a weird thing to say. It but... is a it is a weird thing to say, <laughs> but it's not a justification for why you should have sex on the first date. Exactly. Let's let's jump to the original. I'm not saying that it wasn't, you know, probably, you know, that is probably kind of yeah. weird. That goes to her lack of judgment on the guy who, of who he was. Ten dates, and you didn't see that coming? Uh, you, you didn't know, see a little weird? I, I don't know. I mean, people I mean, people say, how is that any weirder than some of the things people say? Yeah. You know? I, I I can't do it. This is a, this is like this is not a X-rated show. I can't say things that people say, but you guys know. You know what you say in the bedroom and what what your man says in the bedroom or what you say. Jake's over there grinning because he knows he said some messed up stuff before. Listen, you all know that you said some weird stuff in the moment. Okay. The point of that video was to try to justify the fact of that it's not better to get to know someone first. Mm -hmm. It actually is better to just have sex with them first. And here's the reason why, because, and also on another thing. So you, you go on 10 to 15 dates with this guy and you get to know him on a personal level. And then he does one weird thing in the heat of the moment. <laughs> and that's like the end of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, Come on, dudes listening to the show. You ain't ever accidentally like, right? Like they swatted your hand away real quick. You know, and they're like, nope, don't even try it. You hadn't had that happen. Yeah. Every, every <laughs> single one of you listening is a liar right now. You all know that it's true. My point is, these are the people, man. This is the degradation to our society. And I'm sorry to end it on such a grotesque note, but I saw that and I, it's, it's my job to just bring you. Your thing just fell down. Oh, right little. It's a good thing you have pants on. <laughs> Jake's screen in front of his, uh, or Jake's, Jake's cloth in front of his table just fell down. Whoops. <laughs> I got a direct crotch visual. Um, anyway, uh, that's it. I don't know what the answer is for our society, but there it is. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure to support our sponsors. And ladies and gentlemen, we need your support in the campaign. Go to GrahamAllenSC.com right now and please contribute to our campaign. Make sure to tell people about this podcast. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you again next time. See you.